It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. Aaron Rodgers is officially out for the rest of the season, but can the Jets still make it to the Super Bowl without him? Also, we look at how the Jets can remain a viable AFC playoff team and why Brock Purdy is, as the kids would say, him. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Yes, the New York Jets are 1-0, right where they would theoretically have wanted to be about 48 hours ago. Unfortunately, for the rest of the season... We have confirmation now Aaron Rodgers will not be a part of, at least on the field, the New York Jets team. Robert Sala saying that this is going to be Zach Wilson's team, though we have reports from Diana Rossini at The Athletic and elsewhere that the Jets have made calls on some veteran signal callers. John Butchko from Locked on Jets joins me now. And John, we talked about this a little last night about the the shock and the disappointment of this in the moment. Now that this has all settled, we'll talk about the team in a second. How do Jets fans move forward here? It was one of the strangest experiences ever. I don't think Jets fans have ever, I don't think many NFL fans have ever gone through an experience like that where you have a game and you leave both feeling exhilarated because your team had this amazing victory where they came mm-hmm. back from 10 down and they overcame the adversity of losing their starting quarterback. Just a crushing blow or at the beginning of not just the game, but of the season. At the same time, you lost this guy who we were depending on. You've had this whole season building up months of anticipation. You've got a hall of fame quarterback after you've spent decades, really trying to find the next franchise quarterback. I mean, in many ways, the jets have been searching for a franchise quarterback since Joe Namath. Yeah. And it felt like they finally found one in Aaron Rodgers, and you've lost him after four plays. I mean, I wrote this on my website Uh, last night that if you were coming up with like a Hollywood script of the team that's cursed and somebody wrote that he you'd lose the Hall of Fame quarterback after four plays the script would be rejected and the writer would be fired for coming up with something that lazy and predictable it's just unbelievable you couldn't make it up so very mixed emotions leaving that game Pete and so for the Jets the reason you go get Aaron Rodgers is because you feel like this team is ready to go ready to compete right now. My guess is they don't feel that much different about Zach Wilson today than they did six months ago when they made the decision to go get Aaron Rodgers or even maybe sooner than that potentially. So what options out there do you feel like are realistic that could get them where they want to go? Are there any? I don't know if there are because finding a quarterback is the hardest thing to do in the NFL. Yeah. There's just all the You just said the Jets have spent 50 years trying to find one. I mean, that's the thing is we've been trying to find a quarterback for a really long time. And that's part of the reason getting Aaron Rodgers was such a big deal is because it's so difficult to find one. It's difficult to find one under any circumstances. But once you get in season, it's just who's going to give up a good quarterback to you? And I think that the question is, 
even if a team has a quality backup, are you really going to want to trade de- quarterback depth after week one? I mean, I've heard people talk about Jameis Winston. I've heard Andy Dalton come up. You know, those are two teams in the NFC South, where which is a division that's wide open. Are you going to want to give up your backup quarterback, your insurance, after watching what happened to the Jets, seeing how valuable quarterback depth is? I think it's a lot to ask. So I, I agree with you. I don't think the Jets have a lot of confidence in Zach Wilson. I mean, look at the way they called plays in that Monday night game, especially in the fourth quarter when they're driving. They could score a touchdown that would put essentially put the game away. They did not let Zach Wilson throw the ball once they got in scoring range because they were afraid of what would happen. They said, yeah. we're going to settle for the field goal and trust our defense. So I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, the the general manager, Joe Douglas, has ties to a couple guys who are free agents right now. Carson Wentz could be an option. Um, maybe Nick Foles. Both of those guys played for the Eagles while Douglas was there. Joe Flacco has been with the Jets. There have been reports that he wants to – I mean, Joe Flacco probably would sign with any team that will take him at this point. But I don't know that any of those guys are better than Zach Wilson. I mean, let's I mean, I forget about a quarterback who can take you the distance. Are any of these guys really better than Zach Wilson? If they are, I'm not sure it's by much. How much, if you're Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, though, do you have to take into account the the pressure that was amplified when you got Aaron Rodgers? And now we don't know. Aaron Rodgers just a, a few days ago was was all happy and talking about, I can play till I'm 45 as long as I'm healthy. Well, now he's going to be a 40-year-old quarterback rehabbing an Achilles injury. There's no guarantee that he can even come back and play next season or would want to go through that. So isn't there an urgency here in the organization to say, we got to try something? There is absolutely an urgency. I I completely agree with you. I mean, if you look at the way this team set up, they pushed a lot of cap hits to the future to try and maximize the window now for the next two years. So I think they have to try and leave no stone unturned. I mean, I think they have to try and make a move and, I think that they should be searching for every quarterback who could be an upgrade right now. Stay up to date all year on the New York Jets by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Jets on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, how the Jets' talented roster could keep their title hopes alive. Before we get to that, the Buffalo Bills owner is in the wrong kind of spotlight. Get into the NFL season like never before with amazing offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. Despite beating the Bills in week one, the Jets' odds of winning the AFC East are at plus 550 on FanDuel. The Bills remain the favorites at plus 140, but the Dolphins hot on their tails, plus 150. You can also combine bets within the same game to make even more money. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy any game. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Buffalo Bills owner Terry Pagula allegedly made a racist comment about black players in the NFL. That is according to a racial discrimination lawsuit filed against the league on Tuesday by longtime reporter Jim Trotter. The allegations stem from a conversation Pagula had with an unnamed reporter in 2020 about the NFL's social justice initiatives and Black Lives Matter. The reporter told Trotter and approximately 40 other NFL media co-workers during a Zoom that Pagula said if the black players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how bad it is. The lawsuit states that Trotter pressed executives at NFL media to investigate Pagula's comments, but that he was repeatedly brushed off and told that the league office is investigating it. Pagula has denied making the comment. Gruesome details coming out in the case of Houston Rockets guard Kevin Porter and an alleged attack on his girlfriend at a New York City hotel that left the woman with a fractured neck vertebra and a cut above her right eye, according to arraignment documents from the prosecutors on Tuesday. Porter pleaded not guilty to felony assault and strangulation charges in connection with the incident Monday at the Millennium Hilton in Manhattan. Prosecutors said he didn't stop until his girlfriend, former WNBA player Kisray Gondrzyk, ran into the hallway covered in blood. Porter was released Tuesday on $75,000 bail. He was also ordered to stay away from Gondrzyk. The assistant Manhattan District Attorney said Porter has a history of abuse with Gondrzyk, including an incident in which he rammed his car into hers. Matt Olson tied the Braves' single-season home run record with 51. He matched Andrew Jones' mark with a solo shot as Atlanta beat the Philadelphia Phillies 9-6 in 10 innings on Tuesday night. Olsen hit the first pitch he saw from starter Zach Wheeler in the fourth inning into the left field seats. Olsen has been on an absolute tear lately as he had two jacks on Monday. This comes during a dominant season for the Braves. They can wrap up their sixth straight division crown with a win Wednesday over the Phils. Atlanta already guaranteed a playoff spot in a franchise history that includes one of the all-time great home run hitters in Hank Aaron. Olsen needs only one more long ball to have the best season ever by a Braves power hitter. Elsewhere on the diamond, the Reds did just enough to get a win over the Tigers and remain in the NL wildcard race. Well, a win is a win, and the Reds get a big win in Detroit on Tuesday night. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And with everybody in front of them taking an L, the Reds get a dub and move one game closer to that final wild card spot. Wasn't pretty. Wasn't the kind of game that you would really point to and be like, that was an amazing performance. But all you need at this point in the season is to just have one more run than your opposing team. That's all you need, and that's all the Reds needed to get here. A couple of nice days for the Reds on the base pass. Some great base running. Not a lot of great hitting per se. You know, you got a clutch hit from Tyler Stevenson in a big situation. He continues to be red hot as the season comes to a close. But at the end of the day, did you win? Yeah, Reds did. Now they move into tomorrow with Connor Phillips on the mound against Eduardo Rodriguez. We'll have more on the next Lockdown Reds. Here is another story you need to know. In his press conference, after we found out Aaron Rodgers is going to miss the rest of the regular season with that torn Achilles, head coach Robert Sala said that this is Zach Wilson's team. And though we have reporting of veterans being called potentially behind the scenes, for right now, this is Zach Wilson's team. 
emphasis on right now. Kyle Krabs from Locked On NFL Scouting joins me now. And, and Kyle, from a front office perspective, from a team building perspective, I know why Robert Sala is saying this is Zach Wilson's team because they're going to try and win games with this guy. But let, let's start here. Who, who are they trying to prove? What are they, who are they trying to fool on this? Probably just trying to salvage a really unfortunate situation when you think about, okay, if, if you did want to go out and bring a quarterback in, the quarterbacks who are on the street right now are on the street for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Either because they, they're at the end of their own respective careers or there are players who have really struggled. Think about like Carson Wentz as an example of a quarterback who has just not been able to find his footing since Philadelphia moved on from him. Those guys are out there for a reason at this point. You've already lost a second round pick for Aaron Rodgers in the upcoming NFL draft. So you're talking about trading for a quarterback. What kind of draft capital would you want to commit, especially with how aggressive you have been in bringing names into the fray and adding spending? And I understand Aaron Rodgers structured his contract in a certain way for 2023 to allow them salary cap flexibility, and they can carry that over if they need to. So there's a lot of moving parts here, but trying to make it work with Zach Wilson comes back to what draft pick you spent to get him in the first place. The fact that he's been here and been in house and you're trying to salvage some of the sunk costs that you're looking at right now for this window that you put yourself into when you acquired a 39 year old Aaron Rodgers. So if you're in those discussions with Joe Douglas, what do you, what do, what is the goal of the rest of this season? I mean, you're trying to win as many games as possible, of course, but is there a, a plan for okay you know the the cost benefit of bringing in a veteran is it well maybe if we stink we can get into this market or like what is the future of Aaron Rodgers like what kind of discussions need to take place before they even can decide how to move forward here yeah the, I mean the, the health and and recovery of Aaron Rodgers is such a mystery layer to this because of his age and where he's at I can't imagine he will want to go out this way but Achilles, that's a tough one to come back from for anybody, let alone somebody who's who's near the age of 40. And, you know, they might want to be in the market with this upcoming quarterback class. I look at the quarterbacks that are eligible for the 2024 cycle. There's a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Caleb Williams and it's not just Drake May. Like, there's a lot of talent that's out there. So uh, I, I do think you, especially based off the messaging from Robert Sala, you're going to try to press forward here and you're going to, going to try to win as many games as you can and, and compete for the playoffs. Uh, I think with how competitive the AFC conference is with the amount of quality teams that are out there, it's a really tough blow. And, and, and I think your style you're going to have to lean into because the offensive tackle situation is not good. You're going to have to lean into Dalvin cook and Brees hall and run the ball. And they had success with that against Buffalo. So you're, you're really going to try to hope up, hope to scheme up, a offensive game plan week to week, at least to start that Zach Wilson is trying to keep it between the lines and removing all of the negative plays that you're accustomed to seeing from his previous starts that really put the team in a disadvantageous situation. If, if you can walk that tightrope, great. I just don't have any faith in it because of how big the body of work is that being around Aaron Rodgers for one training camp and series of OTAs is not going to break the wild stallion that is the way that Zach Wilson has played football. It's just not. Now, maybe maybe it does, but if it does, it's because of how you're going to call the game and you're going to give him no room for error to be able to do it. Do we have to go back and, and look at how this offseason was handled from Joe Douglas' standpoint? You look at the first-round pick, for example. You, you take a pass rusher, 
uh, on a defense that's already loaded rather than let's say an offensive tackle. Broderick Jones could have been available, a skill position player who could have made life a little easier for Aaron Rodgers. Like, do we have to go back now and think, oh, was this put together the right way? Understanding now everyone's going, wait, this offensive line was a mess. And now if you're, if you're Zach Wilson, you don't have the built-in rapport with Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. So how good right. is this skill group? Yeah, I, I don't get the warm and fuzzies about the wide receiver group because the allure of Lazard and the allure of Cobb as guys that were brought in was the chemistry that they already had with Aaron Rodgers. Case right. in point, Randall Cobb talking to the wide receiver room and saying, one of these days, like Aaron, Aaron's just going to have enough. And if he's done trust, he's not going to throw you the ball. Right. So <laughs> yeah. when you say the quiet part out loud, like that tells you everything you need to know now uh, about how important chemistry was for what they tried to do. Become the smartest football fan you know by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On NFL Scouting on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, why Brock Purdy is him. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemic, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form and one of their board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then, they send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your Jace order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. And not only this, you can send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions anytime. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout and jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Brock Purdy looked good in week one. After making it clear he was the 49ers' best option at quarterback, Purdy has Locked On 49ers host Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker fired up. If there was any questions for folks out there, there shouldn't be. Like Brock Purdy is the dude. And even if you are not sure, or there's a 49ers fan out there that uh, they love Jimmy, or man, they were so hyped and they got a number five Trey Lance jersey. And they don't like how that whole thing went down. And they're, they're not sure about Brock Purdy. They, you know, he doesn't have a big arm and there's, there's questions there. The, the clearest signal of all guys is coming from the 49ers and it's Brock Purdy's teammates. And we heard it last. Uh, we, we've we've heard it basically said wasn't wasn't Nick Bosa right like whatever it was week 12 last year week 13 I think we found our quarterback right <laughs> they kind of known everybody in the locker room and then after week one dudes on Instagram Brandon IU uh, there was like half a dozen 49ers teammates that had pictures of Brock Purdy on their Instagrams right and it's the uh, there's this one picture of Purdy it's from behind he's got his finger up and it has number 13 and instead of Purdy it just says him 
And a bunch of dudes reposted this on their uh, on their Instagram feeds. And look, Instagram's a very selfish thing. Like it's pictures of you. You know, it's like, hey, me, 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 check it out. Here's me working out. Here's me doing this. Here's highlights of me. And these dudes are putting other dudes on their Instagram. And the other dude is Brock Purdy. Like the 49ers in-house absolutely love their guy, Brock Purdy. And he is their franchise quarterback. I think he has like this moxie about him that everybody kind of gravitates to. And it's probably the opposite of Jimmy Garoppolo, which he did some great things and people were behind him as a leader. But, you know, you hear about not responding to text messages and and all those things where Brock feels like he's kind of just one of them. And you see just this fire that he plays with and, you know, getting the first down, him getting up, him, you know, pointing first down. And I think he can get a little chippy. We saw last year, I want to say when he first got in the game and he throws a touchdown and then he's pounding on his chest and Trey Williams looks and sees it. And you could see kind of the shock. Like yeah. you could see Trent Williams processing what he's seeing and then being like, let's go, little guy. <laughs> you know, like, let's go. And, and I think from there, there's just something about him, uh, a certain level of charisma that he has that all of his players have really bought into. And, and maybe it comes from confidence. And he has come off as someone that's very confident in who he is, what he is, and what his ability is. And, and I think uh, one thing that speaks volumes to that is when they asked him about, you know, playing the quarterback position. And he's like, you know, yeah, I'm not six, six with this big rocket arm, but I'm a winner. I think that's what his players, his teammates love about. It is funny that we're at this moment that just finding a quarterback who can do a little more than Jimmy Garoppolo is the standard for the him designation. When, by the way, last season they had almost identical stats and advanced stats and grades and almost every quantitative or qualitative metric you could find. Kyle Shanahan is the driver of this offense. We know that. Yeah, Brock Purdy can drive the ball down the field a little bit better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's also a little bit more reckless with the ball. He can make some more plays with his legs, but he'll also try and squeeze the ball into coverage. We also, by the way, don't even have a full 17-game season to evaluate here. Just remember, in some small sample sizes, we saw in a one-game or a four-game or a six-game sample, Kyle Shanahan could turn me into a passable NFL quarterback. Okay, maybe not me, but the bar is low. This is also one of the most gifted skill groups in the league. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. These are guys that are going in the first like four rounds of every fantasy draft you're in. And by the way, the best defense in the league. Brock Purdy played well against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Can he do it for a full season? Can we see it? In the playoffs. And even then, we're still going to have questions, or some of us will, because Kyle Shanahan has proven he's just that good. And finally, a few weeks ago, Travis Kelsey tried to meet with Taylor Swift at her concert to give her a friendship bracelet, which, you know, Swifties often exchange. Only the star Kansas City Chiefs tight ends bracelet had his phone number on it. He was turned down because Taylor doesn't meet with anyone before her shows to save her voice. However, now, rumors flying that since Travis shared his disappointment, the two may be spending some time together out of the spotlight. 
Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, who will bounce back in week two in the NFL? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.